Okay. And just like that. Oh my god. Oh, John is stroking the mic. He's perfect for this show. Uh, I'm gross. You sound like a man dying in bed. Stop. Well, that's what creepy people call you up and do that. <laughs> that's what creepy people call you up and do? She sounds like an asthmatic cat. <laughs> an asthmatic cat? Meow. <laughs> Heck. Heck. Hairball. Welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and the reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Irene, and as always, I'm here with your co-hosts, Brooke, Alan, and we have another host with us, John. (laughs) (laughs) It's John. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie that I picked, Thor Ragnarok, available on Netflix. Hey, Unicorn Brigade! We are back from our short break, our short mid-season break, and we're feeling good. Are we feeling real good? I'm feeling good. Alan, are you feeling good? I'm feeling fantastic. Awesome. Plus, we're here with special guest host, John. Hi, John. Hello. John, who are you? I am the husband of Alan. (gasps) That's what I was looking for. That deserves accolades in and of itself. (laughs) Putting up with him, it does. (laughs) I got nothing. I got nothing. So... (laughs) You guys are betrothed. True. Alan, tell us how, tell us what you think about John. Just what the dirt, about John? the real gritty stuff, the stuff that you only want everyone in the whole world to know. Well, if you want an interesting good night kiss, John is the person to give it to you. <laughs> what? A different one every night? A different one every night. Yes. Like what? What are some examples? Uh, geriatric stripper kiss. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kiss? I don't have a favorite. Not you. Oh. Him. <laughs> this is Fine. for him, Alan, not you. Gotcha. Let's see. Um, I don't know because it's been so long. He doesn't like him anymore. <gasps> Alan. I don't. Not when he's like up in your face dying. That <laughs> <laughs> oh sounds delightful. They all seem to like go towards like the older person kind of kiss because they're always just like wet, open mouth, kind of like licking your lips. Just on death's of. door. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the best. Does he say, mm. Kinley? I'm always afraid he's going to baby bird me with one of these kisses. Oh, you need to That's get why over that. I don't like them. Because yeah. if it ever happens, I'll have to get divorced. Um, John just said you're going to have to get over being afraid of baby birding because right. it's going to happen. That's or, the That's the or if it hasn't happened now, maybe it won't happen. Alan, just in case just listeners don't know, what is baby bird? What are you talking about? Like he comes over wanting to put food down my throat. <laughs> well, after <laughs> I've chewed it up like a good baby mother. A good, and I just a good bird mother. A good bird can't. mother. So I have thought about this, and there are oh, things shit. that I would allow. Wait, that you would allow what? I would allow to to be baby bird, but with certain things. Like what? Um, gummies. You nasty. Wait, why um, have you thought about this? Because this has been a thing for years that Alan won't let him do. Oh, okay. And now so I'm like, you, you I'm would thinking, let... like, I would let Finn with two ends. I would let him. The boyfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would let him. Baby bird movie with gummies. God. Possibly like fruit based snacks like strawberries <laughs> or No. Just chewed up with all his boyfriend's saliva, just I would I would ask him to try to keep it as dry as possible. Well then that defeats the pur- the purpose of baby birding. But the, right. but the thing He's is, got to pre digest it a little I bit mean, for you. Did you know though? Did you know that koalas eat their mama's poops because they do not have the enzymes inside of their bellies to digest the eucalyptus leaves? I did not know that. Why do you know that? 
Are you willing to eat your mother's poop? Is that what you're saying? No. That's gross. Okay. Just checking. Because I never know. <laughs> Why do I know that? Anna and I were talking about baby burden once and like what, what we could do. And I was like, I don't know, hit me with something. She said, could I drink milk out of your mouth with a straw? And I was like, yeah. Because I was the one that said, um, I'm trying to get Finn to let me drink out of his mouth. Oh, that's and right. And then you were like. And then I did it. And then I was like, but it was you, did you. It, you did it with water, I think. Yeah, because we didn't have milk. Yeah. We were going to do it with milk. It's gross. Milk seems grosser. I'm not drinking milk out of nobody's mouth. That's where you got the that stringy mucus that happens. Only you're not drinking only if it's whole milk. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean you're not drinking milk out of nobody's mouth. But will you drink it out of somebody's mouth? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. It's got the the stringy mucus is what gets me. The whole milk, like John said. Because my little brother, when he was a little kid and he would drink, um, you guys just see all the milky, gross backwash in his cup. And he'd be like, can I have a sip of your shit? No. No, you cannot. You cannot touch my stuff because you're gross. And you have the the weird mucus. Oh, my God. All right. Now we know more. (laughs) (laughs) We were going to do it with milk, but then I just laid on the couch and... (laughs) She put a straw in and drank the water out of my mouth. And laughed. And, and then spit I laughed. I laughed and it erupted out of my mouth and fell back to my face. <laughs> but that's not the same because you're using a straw. Now, like if you had the milk in your mouth and you went over her mouth and kind of like just drooled, it, drooled in. it in her mouth. Why are you this way? <laughs> that's an appropriate baby bird. I mean, that's not that bad. Have you ever like kissed anybody and like passed the gum into their mouth no. or taken yeah, the I gum? Have. It's not that bad. It's warm. That's about it. It's another human's warmth. But I did say that <laughs> the drink that I drink out of no. my boyfriend's mouth, should this ever happen, it has to be ice cold. It can't be warm. That's and because... Can't, and it can't be sitting there for a while. That's because you're Mr. Chill Ice. <laughs> Mr. Cool Ice. Cool as I... What is it? Mr. Cool Ice? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. If, you, if, if the longtime Unicorn Brigade remembers... There was a photoshopped picture of Irene as Mr. Cool Ice. Uh huh. We might put that back up again. Why? Because Maybe. it because of the face you made when I mentioned it. Really, no, we need to get a picture. That's of Irene the only reason. Going with her mouth open, and then we can like baby bird into it with someone else's picture. Eh, we'll just make a gif of yeah. different kind of well, fruit snacks going into it. Well, now I have a question. If I baby birded someone else, is that considered cheating? That's a good question. Oh, that's Alan? A good question, Alan. No, you can will be you, gross to whoever you Will you, you open want. up the oh, relationship? That's good to know. It's recorded. It's recorded. I didn't just know like, you had an open food relationship. Well, he's got to get—he's got to get that fixed somewhere. But that, I guess. In, in a sense, though, wouldn't that make John fluid bonded with someone else? I don't know. Maybe that person will throw it back up. <laughs> I'll go on the dark web and find someone. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody. I feel like you already have a tab in your browser open, just in case. <laughs> the dark web. There's probably somebody that wants you to baby bird their open eye. Oh God! Because <laughs> you know that. <laughs> You I just went that. You just took that into what if territory. What if territory? But what I would do with an with if they didn't have an eye, I'd put a deviled egg there and like lick it out. <laughs> <laughs> would you have like that sliced olive on it for the people? No, because I don't like the sliced olive with with that. Oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> or you could fill it with ice and put an oyster on there, like a shuck oyster. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Put a little cocktail sauce. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little tabasco. Sauce. They have those sushi uh, girls. You can have people with just one eye come in and just have like <laughs> a on. bunch of them on a table. I've got one of these just in case. Alan, I would say sleep with one eye open, but that seems even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. We are actually going to review a movie today. 
Maybe. Mm. Maybe. We might get around to it. Okay. Um, and it's our first Marvel movie that we're reviewing for the show. Which I'm so excited about. So that begs the question, what is everybody's top three Marvel movies? Mine are, in order, Black Panther. Uh-huh. Spider-Man Homecoming. What, what? And Captain America Civil War. Really? Those are my faves. Oh, hmm. interesting. Captain America Civil War is much lower on mine, mostly because every time I watch it, I, it seems like it's good, but I fall asleep every single time. I've watched it three times, and there are certain scenes I've still not seen. That's just you, though. It's so much dialogue in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, meow, 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 meow. We have such a convoluted plot at this point that we have to talk about it or else everyone's confused. And I just nod off. Hmm. But that's just me. You do that with foreign films, too. Maybe. No, there's I don't. A- just Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants when they went to Greece. That's that not was, a foreign that's film. That's not a foreign film. I'm talking that's about any <laughs> You uncultured swine. I'm talking about any time that we, you'd be like, oh, that's got subtitles. I can't. I'm a false little. I've actually grown to like subtitles a lot more. Hmm. Alan, what are your top? <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite is Captain America Winter Soldier, uh, followed by... Iron Man 3, then followed by Guardians of the Galaxy. Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy. These are good choices. These are very good choices. Iron Man 3 is definitely my favorite of the Iron Man franchise Mm -hmm. because he was like so human. He was dealing with like PTSD, but it's also my least favorite villain. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Mandarin. Well, He's the Mandarin really wasn't a, the villain. Yeah, that's true. He was just like And a, I think that was the upsetting part about it. Yeah. It was like the twist. It was just like, this is... It just was a twist that shouldn't have happened. Right. What about you, John? Well, let's see. I don't have like a one, two, three. I have three that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one with uh, Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. What was the name of that one? We don't speak of that one. Amazing Spider-Man? Yes. You liked that one. Oh, I love that one. When... Um, his little girlfriend died at the end. Oh, I love that. Little oh. Gwen Stacy? Yes. Spoilers. We did both gay gasp. Spoilers. Did, did you gay gasp? We gay gasp yes. when our head hit What does that gay gasp thing? sound like? <gasps> gay. Did you cl- did you- <laughs> <laughs> Were pearls clutch? Your eyes get real big. You clutch your pearls. Uh, you do clutch. There is a clutch. There's got to be a clutch for it to be a gay gasp. Okay. Yes. Okay, so Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yes. Or um, the first Amazing Spider-Man? Two. Two. Okay. I like two more than the first one. That's um, the one with Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. as yes. the Thunderman. Shocker, Shocker or mm-hmm. something. Okay. Oh. Uh, something he was, sexual. Whatever. He was kind of a bad villain, but it, I like the story and yeah. how they did it. Yeah. I'm upset they didn't do more with him. Right. Um, I did like um, Captain, Mer- Captain America... Um, Which one? Winter, Sol- Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yes. That one is pretty good. I agree. That that's, was a good one. The that's story the best of that one was really, really good. It was. And, and him fighting all those people in the elevator. That was also oh, awesome. Oh, yes. And finally, um, the Hulk with Eric Bana. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I've never <laughs> oh, seen that. I've never <laughs> I was seen like, that. tell us more <laughs> about that. Um, I would have to say um, Black Panther, just because it was different. It, yeah. It's oh, something so you haven't good. seen before. And right. It's, it's, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, it is. For me, my top two are similar to Irene's. My top one is Spider-Man Homecoming. I loved the, like, it was like, really, we're going to reboot Spider-Man again? I was really annoyed. But I love the Peter Parker, the mm-hmm. age that he's at. I love, uh, yes. my favorite thing is that his eyes actually react the like they do mm-hmm. in the comics. That's so good. The story was great. Yeah. And I just love Spider-Man as a character anyway. My second would be Black Panther. And it really only is beat up by Spider-Man Homecoming because I love Spider-Man so much. But Black Panther was just, like John said, it's different. It's glorious. It brought to, brought to screen uh, people of color in a way that we haven't gotten in uh, 
mainstream movie very often or if at all and it was just really really done well mm-hmm. and, and, then, and to, to say something about that i thought the villain was very realistic yeah the, the it wasn't like this oh, i have superpowers or anything it was a villain that really wanted to kind of correct something that right. he right. saw that was wrong with the world but yeah. the way he wanted to do it was was not right. the best it's way complex and it was yeah. complex because he was very sympathetic i'm like mm, i see mm-hmm. where you're coming from there mm-hmm. i felt conflicted <laughs> and i was like i kind of agree with some of this right and then yeah right and he wasn't like he wasn't hit by gamma rays or nothing he mm-hmm. was a guy mm-hmm. who's like fuck this he just drank some flower juice that's true. He did drink that flower juice. Um, something that's interesting about that movie is um, there is um, a phobia called trypnophobia, and there is a large population of people that have this phobia that was triggered by all of his, um, his scars. scars. Yeah. And people were like, I don't think I can watch that movie when they, the trailers came out, or people oh, wow. left. People like. Because they, it, they were just. It, it um, was uh, made them very uncomfortable, gave them anxiety. Um, yes, like if you have tryptophobia, you like have this overwhelming, grossed out feeling, um, uh, or sometimes you get like really bad anxiety from it. Dying. I know this because <laughs> I have it. However, I was not bothered by the the one. You could look past it to see all that sexiness. Is that what all you're that, telling me? All For that real? Ki- that killmonger. My number three is actually Thor Ragnarok, though. Yeah, I loved Thor Ragnarok. I'm a big fan of this movie. You know what? I might have to change my theory. <gasps> as much as much as I love me some Captain America, I loved Ragnarok. Like it was so fun to watch. I saw it twice in the theaters, and then the soundtrack is amazing. I just I have to change my mind. It's Thor. So here we are, about 20 minutes into the show, and I think we're ready finally for the deeds. I sang it. I'm always going to sing it. I sang it. I'm always going to sing it. It doesn't bother me anymore. Yes, it does. If it didn't happen, it would bother me. Let's see if reverse psychology works. No. Because <laughs> I know it's going to bother you. For life. So, <laughs> let me tell you about, a little bit about Thor Ragnarok. Um, Thor's imprisoned on the other side of the universe and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his homeworld and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the most badass, wonderful, awesomest Hela. Hela good. Hela, who is his sister? Spoiler. Do I have to read them all? No, just the main parts. You know. Pick your main people. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. I always um, want to call him Chris Helmsworth. I do too. There's no L in there. I know. I'm just. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I'm. I'm always wanting to say the wrong thing. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Kate. It's Hiddleston. I thought, I thought it was, was Huddleston. Huddleston. Yeah. I, apparently, I don't know any of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. You got that? Uh, Kate with the C. Oh. Is it? But is it Blanchett? Are we splitting hairs now? <laughs> I'm just saying. Is everything I know wrong? Probably. Idris. Oh shit. Alba. Idris Elba is Heimdall. Jeff Goldblum is the Grandmaster. Tessa Thomas is... Oh, Tessa Thompson is Valkyrie. Carl Urban is Scourge. Mark Ruffalo. Spruce Banner. Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Ruffalo Mal. Ruffalo Anthony Hopkins is Odin. And then the dude... Oh. Benedict Cumberbutts. He is Doctor Strange. (laughs) He does play Doctor Strange in those. Yes. Um, something interesting, Luke Hemsworth, who is Chris's brother, plays him in the in the play. 
Yeah. Um, in the beginning, uh, and Matt Damon is Loki. Yeah. So I thought that those those were, really were cool, cool cameos. Cameos, yeah. Oh my god, how did I miss that? That was them. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No. no. Oh yeah, that's oh, totally. Yeah. I just thought like, wow, they look really over makeup or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, so I think those are my deets. Uh, Kate actually did this movie for her kids. Her kids love the Marvel movies and encouraged her to do it. That's amazing. And uh, her youngest one, when th- when the opportunity came up, her youngest one was like, "You got to do it." So she did. Hmm. Well, she did amazing. She did do and it. And before we even get into it, Irene, because I know this is a thing that you and I would normally disagree about. Uh, There's all kinds of gay in this, Brooke. Okay. All kinds Good. of gay. I'm ready. I have it written down of all the gay. Okay. Do you want to say it? You can You can start. I'm I, just going to start just, by just saying Valkyrie is bisexual. Bisexual. Loki is pansexual. Okay. Okay. It's not a competition. Breathe. Yeah. It's okay. Shh. The sun is going down. I am not the Hulk. <laughs> Um, it's getting real low. Korg it's getting real is low. actually supposed to be gay, but um, who? He didn't make it. Korg, the um, oh. the rock guy. Oh yeah. Uh huh. That's cool. I thought you said Thor, and I was like, my dreams. My dreams. <laughs> so to speak about Valkyrie real quick, because I like her so much, her character mm-hmm. and everything. Um, speaking of that, she she even talked to the director about making Valkyrie bisexual because she is in the comics. Right. And they wanted to not just have that be a thing she knows. They wanted to be more overt. They ended up shooting a scene where a woman leaves Valkyrie's apartment, and it's clear they just hook, hook, hooked it up. Hooked but it that up. ended up getting cut finally, of yeah. course, because because Marvel straight washes all of their characters, all their fucking characters. That's right. And um, happy Pride. She said too in that in that uh, in that scene where the they do that uh, flashback of the battle that mm-hmm. she had with Hela, the the person that dodges in front of the spike and saves her but gets killed herself she said to her she she approached that scene as if that's her lover so she worked really hard to put some queerness into the movie when there were the studio pretty much it seems like was working against that so thank you tessa that's awesome i did appreciate that five pride flags are running well i wouldn't go that far i mean if if that character was gay and had a girlfriend who fought alongside with her, I'd totally be five flags. Why? Go ahead. No, say go something. Ahead. I was go just going to yell at her because why can't she just be happy that I see something as gay? Oh. I did read that Loki may have been hook, hook, hooking it up with the Grandmaster, though. Um, really? Yeah. Some of the... What is the evidence? Um, I mean, it's not... It's a theory, but because the Grandmaster is such a, like... Um, sexual person and um, Loki is pansexual and then they have like he was like um, I got in so close with him and he gave me all these the codes and all this stuff well how did you get the codes um, type of thing oh. um, so mm. it's not like no one actually said it's not it canon is it canon yeah. that Loki is pan yes is no um, he's going to be um, pansexual in the new shows that's going to come out really mm-hmm How's he going to be in new shows? He's dead. No, well, it's going to be about his character. I don't know if it's going to come back. Like new shows, like new movies or something? No, there's going to be... I don't know if Tom Hiddleston is going to be Loki, but... (laughs) It's it's Immediately less interested. (laughs) You don't know. Maybe this person will be better. I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to... So they haven't done anything in any of the movies to say that. No. But... 
Maybe in a TV series or something? Is that what we're talking about? In the TV series, yes. They said going forward he will. Okay, well, that's interesting. I'll look forward to that and hope it makes it in. Yes. Are you talking like TV series like on Disney Channel? Um, I think it might be on Netflix. I don't know. I read this a little while ago. Yeah, the other Marvel things? Yeah. Yeah. I read it a little while ago. So that might be interesting. I'm definitely looking forward to that shit. So the movie starts out and pretty much Thor is hanging out in a cage and hanging out with Fire Guy. Who, by the way, the fire guy is Clancy fucking Brown. I love that man. Hmm. The voice of Mr. Krabs. Mm-hmm. The voice of many, many characters. He was actually in a, a video game I've been playing, Detroit Become Human. It's like, oh my God, all my feels in this video game. He's in that. Does nobody know who that is? Everybody's so silent. I don't know. No, I know. No, he, he does a lot of voiceover work because of his, like, his deep like voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I ever meet him in life, I just want him to go, ah, gah, 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 gah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And it's funny because that's probably where most of his money comes from. It probably right. is, yeah. yeah. Which I unfortunately isn't that. a lot of money for those kind of gigs, but he gets so many. Uh, I think, too, this sets up that this Thor movie is going to be very different from other Thor movies because it's so silly from the beginning. Uh, like his constant spinning around. Yeah, and wait, he's like, wait, oh, wait, wait, I can't wait. talk anymore. Absolutely. Rotation. Yeah. Yes. When the first Thor movie came out, I was like, this is going to suck. How can they make this movie? They can't make a movie about a god of thunder. It sounds so stupid. And then I sat there the whole time. I was like, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when this one came out, right? And those were, uh, the previous Thor movies were all really serious. And he's just kind of developed in this slapsticky way. And this one was much funnier and lighthearted. And I liked the change. What about you guys? Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I was a fan of the Thor comics back in the day where he was like lawyer by day, Thor by night, kind of. And I was trying to figure out how they were going to translate that for the movie. And I actually liked what they did. Like yeah. him just actually being just, like a god of thunder. And yeah. Lightning, so. Yeah. No, I liked the humor in this. I laughed with the, through most of it. And um, I think it made it really enjoyable. Um, kept you interested because it's a long movie. Yeah. It's like two hours. Right. Um, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and it's intentional. I mean, it, obviously the, the humor and things written into it, but kind of the whole aesthetic of it is intentional. So the director of the film was quoted as saying, uh, he, he, he described it as, quote, 1970s and 80s science fiction fantasy, the most out there of all the Marvel movies. And then he even said that uh, Big Trouble in Little China was a major influence for the film. Oh, I uh, can see that. He said it's, a, it's an adventure film, has big stakes, but also has a breakneck speed, helps you, uh, takes you on a crazy adventure. And... A lot of, um, oh, what's, the, oh, there, Big Trouble in Little China. You're talking about Kurt Russell? Yeah, oh. Kurt Russell. Jack Burton, me. His character from Big Trouble in Little China, I think, informs a lot. The, his style and his way of talking informs a lot on um, kind of the way Thor is approaching things in this movie. Kind of his confident uh, moving forward and thinking it's the right thing, whether it is or not. Son of a bitch must pay. And there was a Thunder God in Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. It wasn't rated. And there was a big monster in it. Yeah. It was hairy. The Hulk is less hairy. But still, yeah. I see some I see some parallels. Do you see a parallelogram? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you find all the really interesting little tidbits. So while while Thor is sitting there hanging and talking to Fire Guy, I don't know the Fire Guy's name. Nobody does. Uh-uh. So while he's talking to Fire Guy, um, he just slowly spins while the Fire Guy does that classic Bond villain thing and tells him every one of his plans <laughs> and exactly how to defeat him and how to keep him from realizing his plans. Right. And I was like, this is one example of many in this movie of just really lazy writing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is true of all the Marvel movies. They're very expositional instead of showing you things, which is just 
classically known as lazy writing in filmmaking. But you know, I thought it was part of the the lighter way they were making this film, where it was just kind of farcical and joke jokes here and there. It's like <sighs> this is the cliche. This I would agree with that if every Marvel movie didn't have that cliche. <laughs> but every single one of them has yeah. some villain think- or somebody ex expositioning about what they needed to do next. In fact, this movie, at every uh, beginning of the act, there's this long exposition scene where they describe what they're going to be doing for the, this whole act of the movie, and then they do it. It's hmm. crazy. But we still go watch them. <laughs> we do. I mean, yeah. we know it. I still, some, this is still my third favorite movie. Probably about so. a third way through the movie, the villain's going to explain the whole plan. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the plan is described, all of a sudden, we start the, start the music, the meow. It's Led Zeppelin's Immigrant <laughs> song, song. I love it. Which is the best, like one of the best fight songs in a movie that could ever be. And one of the cool things mm-hmm. is Led Zeppelin hardly ever um, lets their music be used in advertising, movies, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't know I don't know what led them to let this happen in this one, but it, it, it went twice. It was in both big fight scenes in the movie, and man, right. it's so good. I wonder if they put it in there and said, hey, come watch this. And they, we really need it. And they right. could see how amazing it was. Yes. Like that, Sold then, them on it. Yeah. And then uh, Thor is fighting like these hordes of people. in the. It's like it's in the minds of Moria. I keep expecting <laughs> oh <my> God, yes. <laughs> Gandalf to appear and be like, you shall not pass. Because that big thing, even the main villain guy looked like the fucking Balrog. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. How much Lord of the Rings does this have to be? <laughs> Do you have to cling the bell to that? Oh, yeah. John knows the bell rules better than Irene. I just can't reach it, okay? <laughs> Irene, oh. no matter what the preference is, if she's made any reference, she's going to hit the bell. You're lucky I can't reach it right now. The sun's going down. <laughs> if I cry, you know it's because I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, and one of the things I think is hilarious, because this is another trope of... of all movies uh, like this, especially Marvel movies, he's fighting so many things, and he's not even breaking a sweat. Right. It's like not a big fucking deal. It's so easy now, but later he'll fight the same many things, and it's hard. That's because <laughs> tired. That's because he didn't have meow meow. Okay, that's meow a good meow. point. I mean, at least there's a reason this time. Yeah, that's a good point. What's next? Thor shows oh, up Lord. at Asgard. Uh, of course, the the play we mentioned earlier. Loki is Loki's pretending to be Odin. Of course, Thor is strolling in with you know his freshly won helmet of fire dude. Yes, and he's just like, all right, what is this bullshit? I know, <laughs> right. and he he figures it out finally and quickly. This is Loki. He's gonna smash his head in, which is interesting because that was in a comic. It was a whole different situation, but. He had a uh, he he got Loki to admit who he was by doing the same thing, holding his hand behind his head, and so Mjolnir would come back to him and smash his skull. Mm-hmm. So that was a comic reference. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Mm. I thought for sure he was going to get a smushed face. You did? Like, how did you think that was going to play out? I didn't think it was going to kill him, but I mean, I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to see this. But he chickened out. Whatever. Well, he needed him to tell him where Odin was. Yeah. I mean, he- had to keep him alive long enough right. to find out where he stashed That's him. a good point, yeah. That is true. That's something poor, I didn't even consider. Poor Odin. He was, like, exiled. Oh yeah, he was exiled. So <laughs> so then, yeah, they go, and Doctor Strange lets them go to Odin, see Odin. Yep. Good old Daddy Odin. And this is just another time that I've mentioned where the only reason Odin is there is to talk and tell them exactly what the next act is going to be about and what they're going to be doing yeah. and then die. Can you 
imagine finding out that you have a sister this way? Right. And apparently the, the whole history. Well, would you rather find out this way than Armory Povich? <laughs> That's a good point. I would prefer this way. <laughs> According to our lie detector test, Hella is your sister. What? What? <laughs> I mean. Firstborn. So really, she is would be the she's rightful. The heir. Yeah. Rightful one. The once heir. and future queen. Yeah. And then how in the hell does Hella suddenly appear there? Oh, nobody could find Odin. And Doctor Strange sends them there just so he could tell them what's going to happen yeah. in the next act. And then Hella appears somehow for reasons. Well, it's because he died. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Yeah. His yes. life force was, was the only yeah. thing keeping her so held glad. in this prison. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I didn't get that. Yeah. Right. So she was released to wherever because mm-hmm. he died. Oh, she was trapped before that. Yes. Yes. I yes. missed that somehow. He sent her away like in a prison. That makes so much more sense. That's why he was like warning them that she was coming because he right. knew he was about to die mm-hmm. and that would release her from her prison. That makes so much more sense. I feel relieved. And so when he turned into a golden shower, then she appeared. <laughs> He did too. And I, I feel like that's why he stayed in exile because she could not go to, she had to go to where he was. And if he was, oh. on, if he was there, then she would go there. Dang. Not lazy writing. See, I thought he just liked the views. Right. So well, that's why he say, stayed where he was he at. He did say, remember this is your home. Thanks, dad. I, I wish he had said, remember that you're a homo. <laughs> Instead. That would have been. But that have earned we could have earned more. We could have earned more pride flags if we found out <laughs> Odin, that Thor was a homo. Not in this, but Odin in uh, other writings and stuff has referred to Loki as my child, who is both. Hey, because Loki uh, has changed to a woman form yeah. in other things. Yeah, it's a shapeshifter. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. So the main—it's so crazy. The main point of the scene, I, I, I guess, then is actually just to have him say, "This is what's going to happen in the next act." And die, she appears, and she breaks Meow Meow. Which yes. was really shocking. It really was. Right. For everybody, including Thor. Because you find out it was it was hers before Thor. Yeah. So, yeah, she was like, nah, mine, whatever. <laughs> and for people listening that don't get the Meow Meow reference, that actually was in, a, in I think it was in Thor 2. I think it's the or first Thor one. Thor 1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah his, his hammer's name is Milnir. And... Uh, who was somebody couldn't say that so they just called it meow meow it was um jane foster's assistant yes she's like here comes meow meow (laughs) oh look it's meow meow one of the broke girls this is the first uh (laughs) thor movie that um that whole group of people weren't in uh jane foster which they just had a uh drop line of oh i'm sorry jane foster broke up with you and he's like oh it was mutual right Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one wait that was in that actually happened in one of the avengers that was in um where they broke up yeah, they talked about it at the beginning of the one that had the robot guy that took over. Oh, um, I can't um, think of his name. Ultron. Ultron. Uh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. When they were all having the big party up in the. And I gotta admit, town. every time I hear Age of Ultron, I always think Age of Voltron, and I think about how much a better movie that would be. <laughs> that would be awesome if the Avengers were fighting Voltron. Why haven't we had a, a, a Voltron movie? I don't know. We had a Power Rangers movie that was better than I thought it was going to be. Why can't we have a fucking Voltron movie? Thank you. I'd watch it. Make it happen. I, probably most people don't know what the fuck Voltron is. Then they're stupid. <laughs> Alan doesn't Educate actually think everyone's stupid, but maybe he does. Damn, Alan. Next thing you know, they get into the Bifrost thing, 
and uh, Thor and Loki get kicked out of it, and they end up on Trash Planet. Oh, my gosh. That was really cool. I was like, oh, gosh, they're breaking the Rainbow Bridge. What's going to happen? That was crazy. What happens mm-hmm. if they get outside of it? <laughs> that was pretty cool. And uh, so the, the Trash Planet is Sakaar, which is a direct pull from the comic series uh, Planet Hulk, which was really good. In fact, I enjoyed this movie so much, I ended up getting the Planet Hulk books and reading those, and it was an excellent Hulk story. Hmm. But same thing. He... Except in that one, uh, some of the Avengers think he's too dangerous, and they put him in a plane and send him into space where he can't harm anyone. He's supposed to go to this planet with no humans on it, but just like wildlife and be happy. Whatever, assholes. And that's he, your friend, right? <laughs> that's your. Friend. He gets thrown off course. He lands in the trash planet. He becomes champion of the of the freaking gladiator style battles, and then he leads a whole revolution himself. <gasps> that's really cool. And he falls in love. With who? Uh, with somebody not in this movie. Oh, okay. Well, I figured, but I yeah, didn't know. Yeah, she's if I like had the leader of the guard uh, of the of the the head of the guard it of just the makes grandmasters. Me think of the KKK, though, I like. I hate his name, the grandmaster. Oh, the grandmaster. Grand yeah. yeah, I'm just like. Oh, I never right, thought but, of that. Well, it makes me because no, it's like it's the grand dragon? dragon. Yeah, that's what it makes me Jesus. think of. Jesus. But I'm like, I know that's not. <laughs> what but. the hell? Well, he's Jeff Goldblum. Bloom. Gold boom boom Gold boom boom. He uh, plays himself. <laughs> if you were dating him, is that what you'd call him? Come on over here, gold boom boom. <laughs> Give me some of that gold boom. Oh my gosh. Would you? I don't even know. Would you call him Ian? First off, he's not attractive. Second of all, his junk. People are so thirsty for him now. His junk. Who's thirsty? Not me. Everybody's thirsty for Jeff Goldboom. His junk fell off in the fly. I can't. Right. I'm Brendel Fly. I can't. Ever. I mean, I don't know if you know. But what? that's a not movie. a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. If you saw it. You don't give a fuck. If, if you saw it. <laughs> thanks. Wow. Irene almost broke the bell. <laughs> I did not. I didn't hit it that hard Hulk smash. All right. Tomahawk phone. <laughs> she just smacked it with her phone. <laughs> trying to reach it. Because it was an extension. Of her will. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thor ends up on this planet, falls into the junk, and for some reason, suddenly, is completely useless. Because just a bunch of trash people with a net overpower him. Yeah, I did. But it had... Okay, so the thing that she sticks her No, that didn't happen yet. That was I know, but that entire net is made out of those. Mm-hmm. Like, but still, those... they still beat him down before they put that net on him. Well, maybe he didn't know his powers because he lost Meow Meow. He can still swing a fist. I'm just He was still upset with the death of Odin. Well, I guess in morning. There's a lot happening. Give him a break. That's when Valkyrie does make her entrance, though, and it's a killer entrance. She comes in on that awesome ship, and it lands. Stumbles. Stumbles half drunk off the, the right. ramp. She goes right <laughs> off the ramp. I was like, what is happening? Is and this I'll, an act? <laughs> right. And then she pops back up, and she's like, I'm still in it. And I love those fucking gun arm things she has, oh, where the guns really on cool. the ship mm. go do what her arms do. That's awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah, she just locks it forward. I know. She didn't have a problem mowing all those people down. She didn't. Mm. She's like, mm, okay. Mine. We're done here. It's mine. My bounty. And so, so then, the, Irene, she puts the shock thing you were talking about that the mm-hmm. net was made out of. But this is one of my biggest problems with this movie. He's the god of motherfucking thunder. Lightning. How does shocking do a motherfucking thing to him? That is so stupid. Like, it seems like it should empower him. Right. It's so stupid. He was broke. He didn't have his... Right. He didn't have his... <laughs> he doubted himself. He thought he needed yeah. his meow meow. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he thought he needed meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mad about it. He needs a redemption. <laughs> he did have to come to terms with his new found godliness. Which was hot. Mm. This dude is on fire. <laughs> 
But I like the little, like, when he comes to, he's in this, like, chair, and he's, like, going through this little... It's the imagination song yes, from Willy Wonka. Yeah, from Willy Wonka. Yeah, it's like right. a little tunnel, and he's like, what the hell? And it's like this strange, like, um, mind control, like, brainwashing thing that he's going through. Yeah. It's like, you're oh, safe. you're safe and happy. You are good. And I was like, oh, my God. And then you're about to die, because what happens when you get to the end of that? Right. Oh, Gladiatorville. Gladiator Town. Yeah. And that's when you find out that the uh, Grandmaster is... Jeff Goldblum? The Bloom. The Bloom Bloom. The Bloom Bloom. <laughs> and really, at that point, you know it's going to be cool. I love everything Jeff Goldblum is. I like his character and everything. He's the same person in every movie uh-huh. that's dressed differently. Just overly flamboyant. And yeah. Just and says whatever just the hell. Just saying what he, what he says. And he's just the same person in every movie, but I don't mind. My favorite is Jurassic Park of his work. It's gotta, I mean, that's most people's favorite. Well, just and that was, I mean, speaking of Jurassic Park, and Ian, Jeff Goldblum's role in it. It was really an important role because in that movie, uh, it's not the woman who's useless and injured and can't do anything and is sitting there doing nothing but like posing with their shirt open. Uh, it's Jeff Goldblum. Meanwhile, the women in the movie are hackers. They're they're going out and, and getting these dinosaurs. They're educated. That Jurassic Park is, uh, uh, in a lot of ways, a very feminist movie that of course it's not completely and all the it's dinosaurs definitely got its flaws. Are women. all That's the dinosaurs true. are women and he plays a he plays a pivotal role in that by being just the kind of the the male ingenue if you will male ingenue ingenue yeah. um have you ever seen those drawings where they take um male superheroes and they pose them like they would female superheroes oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, most famously they've done that with hawkeye yeah. Well, Hawkeye got a good badonk. <laughs> I had to say. That's about his only superpower. Yeah. <laughs> I was very, very happy with this uh, character of the Grandmaster. I was um, too. And I really liked his relationship, not only with um, uh, the Valkyrie, but also with, I don't know, his major domo or whoever that was that was next to him. And he's like, oh, uh, what do I always say about her? She's the what? Starts with a B. And she goes, trash. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. It's like Irene has a cameo in this movie. <laughs> I'm not that bad. That's exactly what you would say. <laughs> Maybe. Depends on if she's trash or not. Oh, my God. Dress up as her for Halloween. Right, please. <laughs> and then when uh, he's like, tell me about yourself. And he tells him he's the he's from Asgard. And he goes, Asgard? Asgard? And I thought, oh, my God. He could guest host on Streaming Universe <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> That's exactly our kind of humor. <laughs> Asgardian. And uh, then later he's like, oh, good luck getting back to Ass Palace or whatever it is. They <laughs> <laughs> also called him the, uh, like the sir, not the sir, but um, not the god, but a lord, lord of thunder. <laughs> yes. so and like, he's like, be careful, everyone. His fingers sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, and then Loki is in the background. Right. You know, talking to all these people. And um, Thor's like, when'd you get here? And he had already been there for weeks. Because he, I guess, landed there. But right, kind of time, time travels differential. Differently. Yeah, I, I like that. That was really cool. And oh, that was also great. Like these are just such gobloomy things. Like somebody else delivering these lines wouldn't be the same. He says, "Yeah, tra- time travels differently here on Sakar. Uh, if this was normal time, I'd I'd be millions of years old instead of gobloom sounds." Right. <laughs> exactly. So Thor gets thrown into that holding cell, and that's where we meet. Korg and Meek, which is really cool because those are both characters from Planet Hulk. The char- the, the way the characters are is completely different, but Korg and Meek are people that help him overthrow 
in the revolution and I love them Planet Hulk and they're great I love Korg I love him Tell us why. Um, I love his little Australian or New Zealand accent. I'm not really sure which one it is. Um, and I just love how kind of optimistic he is. And he's just like got this like really. Um, like he's optimistic and realistic. And yeah. 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 But he everything that when he delivers things, it's like in a positive way. It's yeah. not. Super calm. Super calm. Like, yeah. Rich chill, bro. You know, right. the dude over there, you know, he tried to leave a revolution. But, you know, it didn't work out. You know, <laughs> my, my mom's boyfriend, you know, they helped me. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he was so story. lovable. He was so lovable. I would definitely like to see more of him. And then Meek is in the background just ha, ha, ha. <laughs> My knees kicks the All right, so um, next we got Hella. She's back in Asgard. She's uh, already t- dispatched the armies because she doesn't really need them. She is the goddess of death, and uh, she goes into the, where that freeze is on the ceiling and smashes that up because you know that's what people do when they want to cover up a magical freeze. They just plaster over it and put a new magical freeze there. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. She's like, what's all this flower shit? Bam! (laughs) Bring back the darkness. (laughs) Oh, I like how she can just produce swords out of her ass and stuff. Yeah. When she's like fighting everybody, she's just like, sword, 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 yes. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, just just fleeing it. And she goes through the the treasures of Asgard, and I really love that she goes up to the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's like fake. (laughs) Knocks it over because back when Thor was made, they didn't have a full plan for Mm. things, and so they. They thought it'd be cool as an Easter egg to put the Infinity Gauntlet in their little things, and then they had to explain it when that's not what ends up happening. And I, I thought that was a really deft way of handling it. And then or they go across, and, and and they say the Eternal Flame. And every time they say Eternal Flame, all, all I can think of Bangles. is close your eyes, yes, <laughs> give me your hand, darling. Can you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you feel the same? Am I only dreaming? Is this burning an eternal flame? Alexa, off. <laughs> Thank you, John. I, I was. She's gonna sing the whole song. I think she I had the lyrics written down. I did. I really thought Irene, mean, you'd join me. I I didn't know how far you were gonna go. She went all the way, girl. When does she not go all the when way? When do I not go all the way? I was just everything I got. Everything you got. <laughs> Tell them where that's from. That what that what is that from? That's, I love you, man. Oh, that's from it's, I love you, man. Yeah, working out in the, in the that. Oh my god! I've said that so much so now. Much. I've forgotten where I got it. Um, and and then of course, she, when she's at the end of all the treasures, she busts the floor out, and of course, just like you would plaster over a freeze, you would also keep An a tomb full of army. soldiers and a kill dog down in the basement. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, as much as I love this movie, the writing on it is so freaking lazy. Just in, but but just in case we needed the army and kill dog, maybe Odin really missed her. It's a dead army. I guess you can't kill him, so maybe he's I just mean, trying to keep him. But there's lots of cultures that have their dead armies, like the Egyptians and the the Huns and I know, but they were own. keeping their dead armies as protection and in a good way. These were people that rebelled against well, Asgard. I mean, there's a whole series on like Discovery Channel about serial killers who kill their people and then bury them in their backyard. <laughs> so Odin is kind so of I a mean, serial it's, killer. It's kind of like you because maybe he goes down there every once in a while. It's just like okay, yeah, pets the dead half rotten kitty or <laughs> right. wolf. Like I, I did this. This 
I like you know when he's not feeling confident in himself. Yeah, he, he just goes and stumps the floor right. so he can hear it. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. That makes more sense than anything else I had come up with. <laughs> so we go back to Scar and Sakar. 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 Yeah. And um, Thor is in the holding tank and. So that's where you find out that Valkyrie isn't just a, a drunk scavenger. She is bum, 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 an elite fighter from Asgard. Like the last one. The only one left. Yeah. And she is a badass. And one of the reasons she's a badass is because um, uh, Tessa Thompson, she said that she based her character as Valkyrie off of Sarah Connor from uh, Terminator 2, which I never realized that. But now that I've read that she said that, it's like, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. She kind of has the mannerisms and kind of walks like her. It's her badass female role model. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, so then uh, Thor gets sent over to beca- to enter the gladiator uh, place, and uh, he has to get his hair cut short, which I thought was really interesting because ancient Roman history, uh, slaves that were made to fight in the gladiator uh, school and train as gladiators, they had to cut their hair too, so this was part of it. Hmm. Also, it made him sexier, so that was also pleasant. Mm-hmm. And this was Stan Lee's big cameo. Yeah, it, it was weird. I, oh, you didn't like it? Yeah, his... This was not like one of my most favorite cameos of his. It was just weird, and he was just this weird thing, and they had this big contraption, which really you're just going to kill somebody with that thing and not cut somebody's hair. <laughs> right? So, it was crazy. I was like, mm. it's like, I don't know if they've heard of scissors on this junk planet, <laughs> but I bet they got a bunch of rusty ones out in that trash. Right, right in the trash. <laughs> I like how Thor tries to like threaten him ominously, and then he's like whining by the end, like, please, sir, please, kind old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so. We're about to have the big first major battle. I guess the second, because the first one was in the Mines of Moria. Mm. And I love that Valkyrie ship comes in and does that Boba Fett thing. It flies in, and it kind of sits up on its, just ha- on yeah. its edge, and she, she opens Hovers the little canopy there. and sits there and dangles her little feet off, and it's mm. just like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. I didn't get the reference, but I do now. Oh, the, oh that why it was a Boba Fetty? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, instead of being... Um, yeah, it just turns up. very visual, and I couldn't do it mm. on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And I love Thor's little helmet thing. That His helmet slides was so down. Cool. Yes. Like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Those I know. Really Every cool. time that happens, I don't know why, but I'm just geeked out. I'm like, that mm-hmm. is so neat. It's like, I want one. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the big reveal of his opponent, mm-hmm. who turns out to be the Hulk. Yes. And he's like the hero champion of the planet. Everybody's like his fan. They all have like green powder puffs that are throwing up in the air and exploding. And right, and they're, they're like selling concessions painted. and things yeah. with his face on it. Yeah. Pop- popcorn. Like, yeah, he is very popular. Did you say popcorn? Popcorn. Oh. <laughs> I was like, popcorn? What is that? Popcorn. What kind of special toppings are on that? It has a big green dick. Oh, gross. Gross. Popcorn. I can't. Then, <laughs> you could. Thor is like, oh, we're, we're friends from work. I love that line. And <laughs> something I didn't know, but when I was researching the movie, I found out that um, that was uh, that line was suggested to, to Helmsworth by a Make-A-Wish kid who paid a visit to the set on the day that that scene was filmed. Oh. And interestingly enough, this is another thing I didn't know. This is the first time in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that the Hulk wasn't voiced by Lou Ferrigno. He was voiced by Lou Ferrigno in uh, The Incredible Hulk with Eric Bana. Really? Yeah. He was in the other Avengers movies. I didn't know that. What? I didn't That's know That's what that I read. Either. Uh, this time he was Mar- he was voiced by Mark Ruffalo. He usually doesn't have a whole lot of lines. No. But Lou Ferrigno, who was the original Incredible Hulk on the TV series, mm-hmm. he rig- he normally does the voice. And I love when uh, Thor is trying to talk to him, and he's like, "Bruce, Bruce," and he- and Thor says, uh, "There there's no banner, only Hulk," which I'm hoping 
was a throwback to There Is No Dana, Only Zool. There is no Dana, Only Zool. Oh, that would be From fun. Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. I mean, how, why would you phrase it that way if it wasn't a throwback? It's got to be a nod. I don't know. And then, oh yeah, bing, bing. Then they have what I think is an epic fight. This is a great Thor Hulk fight. Mm-hmm. It was fa- it was fantastic. Um, it reminded me when Loki got super smashed into oh, the ground. Right. Everywhere. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, he's super uncomfortable when he watching? finds out that Hulk is yeah. the. Oh yeah, he is like, I've got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Hulk. I gotta go. And of course, what is what does Thor do? But Loki, look, you know, know like points like, out to and him. Loki's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I th- I, when the whole time they're fighting and they're really just knocking the crap out of each other, I kept thinking, well, it's a good thing Thor's fighting Hulk and not some trash people, <laughs> because trash people can easily overwhelm him. Right. Meanwhile, the Hulk he, he can really beat the shit out of. It was a long journey. It was. You're all tired after a long journey. <laughs> he was tired. He's tired. He'd probably hadn't had anything to eat. Hadn't slept well. Okay. But this, I guess during this fight, though, is when he starts tapping into his newfound godly yes. powers. It's yes. one of my favorite parts is when Hulk is pummeling him so hard, he just keeps burying him in the dirt. And yeah. Bam, 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 bam. And then all his eyes start then his glowing. Eyes start glowing. And I was like, ooh, And the, the lightning crackles. And then thunder punch. Ugh. And everybody's like, <gasps> they all gay gasped. They I don't all, know if you did. saw, but they, they clutched their pearls. They did. <gasps> and gasped. And then uh, the whole audience starts chanting, uh, what was it, thunder? Yeah, thunder. Thunder, thunder, thunder. thunder. And so how does the Game Master um, stop Thor so that his main champion can win? And Thor is in the middle of the auditorium, crackling with electricity all around him. (laughs) He's just channeled a lightning bolt from the heavens and knocked the shit out of Thor with it. Or out of the Hulk with it. So then how do they stop him? They electrocute him. They shock him. I'm fucking done. I'm so mad. <laughs> I did think that in That's the movie. so stupid. <laughs> I was like, really? What the fuck? Maybe it was a neutralizer. Then he would have been neutralized instead of electricity crackling on him and him jerking like somebody's electrocuting him. I don't get it. Like you'd think the lightning would have gone through that equipment and like and destroyed it. it out. Yeah, if nothing else. Right. It's the God of Thunder. <laughs> it makes no well, sense. Right now, he's only the Lord of Thunder. He's what? only the Lord of Thunder. Only the Lord of Thunder. He, he might be the Lord of the Dance if he gets beat down any, anymore. <laughs> Demoted. So now the movie's going to switch back to Hela. And she wants Hemdall's sword because she wants to use the Bifrost to start taking over a bunch of stuff. And I thought, it's kind of, it's not very progressive of the movie to call it the Bifrost. It's really pointing out the gender binary. Maybe it should have been called the Panfrost. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody else go, hella, hella, hey, 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 hey? I kept calling her hell of a good dip. (laughs) Hell of a good dip. (laughs) Hell of a good dip. She's hell of a good dip. (laughs) Um, Luckily, though, for her, instead of going somewhere else entirely so that Hella couldn't get to him, he decided he'd be Robin Hood (laughs) and travel through the woods with his merry men and save villagers. Oh, yeah. Everybody gathered in this one place. As if the fight at the Mines of Moria wasn't enough. He leads the villagers to a mountain and then opens the doors to the mines mm-hmm. of Moria. Mm-hmm. Like, what the... F- how, how Lord of the Rings does this movie have to be? Well, they did have that kind of elvish kind of society. I mean, all the buildings and everything looked yeah. like yeah. True. That's, Rivendale. It looked like Rivendale. Did. That's absolutely they true, did. yeah. They were and just why are there villagers in Asgard? What purpose is that? I don't even understand that. I didn't even know they existed. No, I didn't either. Because I just figured everybody was like Thor. Like, right. Why are they like... 
Asgard is like Mount Olympus is what right. I thought and everybody there's a god but why are there people and if this is such a wonderful and lush land why is everybody so fucking poor Hmm. Maybe they're artists and common <laughs> folk. They play the lyre. Maybe a they're lot not of sculptors. Poor. What you're saying is they're not poor of spirit. No, they just they dress homely. They're not all. They only wear their regal gowns for parties. The rest of the time, they just look like scum. <laughs> I'm sure there are vomitoriums around. <laughs> Gross. It does look like Greece. What am I going to say? <laughs> oh, and then I guess they they show his um, like psychic connection with Thor, right? For the first time, because wouldn't that have been lucky in so many other situations, right? Uh, but isn't he the one that usually opens up the portal? Yeah, like, Heimdall know? is. Yeah, so maybe he has that because he has to communicate with him oh, to open up the portal. That's all the a time. very good point. That's probably it. Hey, Irene, coming through with the save. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, Hulk w- or Thor wakes up in Hulk's room, and my only question is, why would they do that? Maybe because they were friends. Because it was lazy writing, and they needed to further the plot of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how else was Thor going to be able to have a conversation with the Right, Hulk? that's absolutely true, yeah. Maybe they've never had anybody else win at the same time, and so they only had one room. Maybe. Oh, so it's down like a champion's the, room? Down at the end of that hallway. <laughs> that long hallway. That long-ass long. hallway. See, they only have one room. And Hulk's in there chilling in the tub with his Hulk dick. Hulk dick That's so funny. Hulk I thought that was penis. hilarious. He's like, oh, that's burned into my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Which, wouldn't you want to see Hulk's dick too? I don't think I would. I, it would be bigger I'm terrified. than you. I'm terrified. I mean, I don't want to do anything with it. I just want to see what it looks like in proportion to his let giant sh- body. Let me show you, Irene. Oh, do you? <laughs> Someone <laughs> get some green paint and I'll show you. There- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right. That's a challenge. All right. I thought John was going to go for there's a thing called the internet, but no. No. <laughs> no, apparently. I knew John's, where he was going. John's working yeah. with Hulk Dick. I do like your green shirt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like talking Hulk. I really? Do not like, I like it when it was just... Gross. Hulk smash. Yeah, I, him trying to carry on a conversation, I'm just like, I'm over this. <laughs> you got, well, like, why? Did you just get bored um, with the way he talks? Is just, it like teaching you the children? It's unnecessary. I feel like it's unnecessary. I mean, Hulk is all about action and not so much Right, he expletive. should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess what happens when you're the Hulk for two years, like he was, you, you develop a little bit. Hmm. Maybe that's why he's talking now. Because... How else is he going to communicate? <laughs> Beat the shit out of everything. So Thor ends up tricking Valkyrie to take the electricity thing off of him. So thank God they can't shock the Thunder God anymore. Because every time they do, I'm like, Ugh, now I don't have to do right. that anymore. So that's really a favor to the other people in the room that are watching this movie with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Thor escapes to go to the Quinjet, which is conveniently parked outside, they play the best kind of 80s electronic music ever. They're like, in case you thought maybe this was inspired by the 80s, let's be sure. <laughs> it was so good. And then they get inside the Quinjet, and somehow it still works. It still works. <laughs> right. I was like, that thing's been there for years. And there's a message from... Romanov. Uh-huh. And to find that message, he has to turn it on, and he's trying things like The Strongest Avenger. Oh, and yeah. it turns out to be Point Break, which is yes. hilarious, because that that's what hilarious. Tony Stark um, called him in Avengers. Yes. So good. <laughs> and then, of course, Thor gets upset when he sees the the message from Or Hulk Black gets upset. Widow. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Hulk gets upset and smashes everything to hell so it won't fly anymore. Right. And I thought that was really good when he's changing back and forth from Banner into Hulk, and it's that kind of internal but, battle. I yeah. thought visually they really pulled that off well. Yeah. I, doesn't he... Doesn't this Hulk seem smaller than the other Hulks? He does. I don't... I, 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 I don't know that the... 
other Hulk would have really fit in this Quinjet. No. No, but you know what I mean? Like in other Hulk movies, he seems so much bigger. Like he's a right. couple couple people high, right? Like something something that just seemed off. I was like he's stocky and short. Right. Comparedly to giant ass, when I am the Hulk, I'm giant ass the Hulk. Maybe he's like Megatron mm. and control his size. Like when he goes from a Does gun he turn to, to a, a gun? <laughs> <laughs> he can just somehow unexplainably change size and mass. Right. I've got morons on my team! I would be gigantic all the time then, if it was a Hulk. <laughs> I'm a giant gun that nobody can hold. <laughs> No. Could you imagine they're just yeah. laying on the ground? Pew, pew, <laughs> pew. I'm so big, nobody can hold me. I got no aim. <laughs> well, I guess they would be like Shockwave, who just hovered in the air and shot people. Somebody point me at Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> and if the wind blows, you're fucked. <laughs> so what do we got to do next? Uh, we get across the trash planet and then we have to sit in Valkyrie's apartment and have another discussion about what the next act is going to be about, which is getting through the anus ex machina. <laughs> the devil's anus. The, the devil's, devil's anus. anus. That conveniently will just take them to Asgard. I'm not driving through that. I'm not driving through anyone's anus. Aren't you? Uh, not as some sort of vehicle now. Maybe. Is that on your maybe list? Driving through an anus? I'll let you know after I eat out, eat or drink out of someone else's mouth. Oh, I thought she was I really, out an anus. I, I did like, too. What? I was like, oh my God, don't start there. <laughs> <laughs> don't start drinking out of it. <laughs> no. And this is also when Valkyrie explains what happened with Hela. And the way they shot this, I just loved. It was so beautiful. I looked it up even. It, they ended up, they had 200 lights in a circle that would go off every frame of film. And uh, this shot at a thousand frames per second. Oh, so it was in in super slow motion. Oh, I love that scene. Though. And it was so beautiful. And it would have been beautiful the way they shot it, if even if it was just that slow motion. But those lights just pow pow mm-hmm. just really made it seem otherworldly. It was beautiful. Was it ten beautiful? out of ten? Would recommend. Was it beautiful? I thought it was beautiful. Did you think it was beautiful? I thought it was beautiful. What did you think of it, Irene? It was beautiful. Well, there we go. I'm glad we agree. It's beautiful. And, and a little gay. 10 out of 10. <laughs> beautiful and a little gay. It seems like you're turning over a new leaf, Irene. Are you? I was really excited about this movie because I could actually talk about the gay. Yay! Hmm. Thor put, decides to put together a team he's calling the Revengers, and <laughs> they decide that the only way they can possibly get off this planet is to somehow start a revolution in the next hour. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they do start a and revolution in the next hour. Conveniently, because of lazy writing. <laughs> <laughs> For such lazy writing, this was a pretty good movie, though. I know, right? That's that's something I'm going to have to talk about, because it is one of my top three Marvel movies. How is that so? So before we get into any more of that, before we find out what happens with the re- resolution... Revisal? So you say you want a resolution? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So before we do that, though, it's a good time to stop for a break. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is sponsored by the best sponsor around. Everybody should know by now that is you. This podcast is a labor of love for us. And if you like what you hear and want to give something back, all we ask is that you get involved. Send us your reviews, suggestions, and love to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. And we'll link you to those things through our website at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Most importantly, join the growing ranks of the fans of the show. Simply spread the word about this podcast. 
Join the movie discussion group at facebook.com slash groups slash unicorn brigade. Share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. This all helps us to bring others into the fold of movie-loving queers. So thank you. So now Thor and Loki are going to steal the Grandmaster's ship, which conveniently named is Commodore, and in my mind, it's because it's the Commodore 64, which is an 80s throwback. Ding, ding. And so this is when Thor decides that he's going to conveniently know that Loki's trying to trick him. And this is one of the things with the Marvel movies I don't get. It's like, whenever it's convenient for him too, Thor expects Loki to be a trickster. And when it's convenient for him to not expect that, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. When really, always. always. Always a trickster. Always a trickster. Expect it or not, he should always expect it. Right. When he's always taunting him about how he never learns. That's true. That's a good point. Because Thor is ultimately... Beautiful and not smart. Sure. That's, that's a better way of saying it than I was going to. <laughs> And I love, love this flying battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ships are cool. The scope is, like, epic. It's so much fun. And you get to see how truly badass Valkyrie is. Oh, she's just hopping from one ship to the next. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, she's got some kind of superpower, but she's just really jumping. Yeah, her superpower is being a badass. Maybe she's like Domino and has luck. Maybe. I don't know, but she's awesome. I think she's just an Asgardian, though. I think... And Ooh, she's yeah. trained as part of that elite fighting force of the Valkyries, so... Yeah. It's just amazing. And, of course, Thor's doing the same thing. He's hopping around, too. Yeah. And it's fun. I think what I like about that is that they look like they are enjoying it. Like, they're having fun kicking ass yes. and destroying shit. And they're just, like, smiling, a little sly grin here. And it's like, ha, ah, I'm kicking your ass. It's just something fun about that that really engages you. Yeah, totally. It's like best friends doing a best friend thing. Yeah. And their best friend thing is blowing things up <laughs> while they jump across them at high speeds i did read a thing that um said that thor and valkyrie were supposed to be um like a romantic interest but i'm glad they didn't really do that they said that then they changed it to where they were more um connecting on their like ptsd and all this uh awful stuff that they have that's gone really interesting through. yeah i'm glad they didn't make them a romantic history- mm-hmm. interest too but that's how, yeah, that's how it had started out being written. That's really cool. Like, I almost kind of got the same vibe that he and, like, Lady Sif had. Because, like, oh, they're both Asgardians and they're teammates and they're going to show people how right, it's done. Right, right. Yeah, and that that was something I'd much rather see than a romantic relationship. Agreed. That was awesome. Kind of like in um, Wonder Woman, where I was like, why? Right. Why is this a why thing? Is, right. She doesn't need him. I know. The whole thing of Wonder Woman was about female empowerment and ultimately she couldn't save the day without the love of a dude and i was like shut the fuck up right now but that's all <laughs> that's part of wonder woman is love mm-hmm. well her romantic connection to him is what brought her back to love why couldn't it be the love of the people that she was trying to save because she was thinking can- fuck a bunch of people these people are trying to kill themselves she was at that low of a point and then she remembered wait there's potential it sounds like we need to review wonder woman <laughs> if it is on one of the <laughs> channels i will pick it <laughs> Because I love Wonder Woman. Pick it, Alan. Pick it. Alan is over here with the Wonder Woman pose as he's talking about it. He's empowered. (laughs) I got nothing. I got nothing. Our heroes end up flying through the butthole. The Mm -hmm. devil's anus. Again, reminds me how much like our podcast this movie is. (laughs) Because that sounds like what we would do if we wrote a movie. You'd have to eventually fly through a butthole. I blame Alan for that because of Butt Baby. Baby. But baby. Ultimately, what happens is. <laughs> like, where do we go? No. 
ultimately what happens is Thor and teams get to Asgard. They, they talk about what their plan for the next act is going to be, and then they execute it. Thor ends up fighting up with Hela and gets his ass kicked and his mm. eye gouged. I gasped. I did a gay gasp. Right. I'm like, no. There's a lot of gay gasping in this movie. They took my pretty, and they made him not so pretty. Well, now, he, now he's going to look like pirate pretty. No, he's still, he's still pretty, though. It's weird. Except that he doesn't have an eye patch for the longest time, so you're just looking at this big old gaping hole that yeah. I guess you could have, like... A deviled egg in it. Deviled egg. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes full circle. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Personally, I would put that slice of olive on it, but John likes it plain. <laughs> yeah, just plain. <laughs> A little hot sauce. <laughs> little paprika. A little paprika. <laughs> a mm-hmm. dusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell you what, one of the things can- about Hella that we didn't really talk about <laughs> is how she'd have like her little badass goth like hairdo. Yeah. And then she'd just take her hands and gently run it back oh. and turn it into the like helmet, helmet horns. things. That was so cool. Oh, Every my time. God, I loved it when she would do that. Yes. Everything about her was just fun yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. She was pretty awesome. She was really kind of an iconic. If you think about what an iconic gay superhero or supervillain is, like somebody that really uh, plays to the, to the gay community, she fits. Like she's such a badass. She does this pose and like, mm-hmm. she full drag queens it. And I don't know. If to me, she comes across as like that kind of maleficent yeah. or Ursula kind of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. villain that the gay community really kind of gets behind. Mm-hmm. What Not is like Babadook? Now that I th- I've never really put that to words before, like why is that? Why why are these the villains that the gay community especially loves? Because they I, look like drag queens. I I don't know. I think there's something to it about embracing that feminine quality and then putting it in a powerful, just some kind of symbol, a powerful symbol mm-hmm. that that emanates that. Yeah, there's they're just something about fierce. badass fierce. femininity. Yeah, they're they're super fierce mm-hmm. too. It's like not just badass. Like Wonder Woman's badass, but these are fierce. I think. I think that is good. I think That's it's a true. combination yeah. of what Fierce, you guys are saying. Yeah. And Ursula was modeled after Divine. Mm-hmm. So that she's kind of grandfathered plus, in. Plus these villains, like you don't, they don't go through that redemption of, oh, I don't know what I have to do, and then go through this journey. They're just, you see them. They're and they resolved. Are and they are, this is who they are. And right. So I have to respect that. And so it's maybe it's part of a identification, not necessarily with the evil parts, but with knowing who you are and who your identity mm-hmm. is, and you're going to live out that life. And just be fierce. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, we solved the mystery. Thanks for listening to Streaming Unicorn Podcast. There's no reason to talk ever again. <laughs> Done. One of the things, I think this is probably what I thought was one of the funniest things in the movie is when is when Bruce Banner's like, yeah, I think we're going to need the Hulk. And the, the wolf is running down the Rainbow Bridge and all the, the villagers that for some reason live in Asgard. And <laughs> he jumps and you can tell just by the timing and everything, it's supposed to be the Hulk that lands on the bridge and he just thumps. It, he never turned. His thump, thump, thump. Right. <laughs> it's one of the funniest damn things in this movie. Yeah, he just flat out hits it flat. Plunk. Plunk, plunk. I know. And I'm like, I hope when he turns to Thor, or turns to Hulk, that there's some kind of healing factor or something, because Bruce Banner's going to die. He would be dead. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. There are fractures. <laughs> right. And internal bleeding. It's triple fracture something. He's in trouble. Well, it was even funny, too, because the wolf kind of stops and looks at it like, was that a treat? What is this? I know. He even smells it a little bit. Like, what is Is this a turd? Did a turd fall from the sky? <laughs> and uh, so he throws the wolf off the bridge. And I, I thought the, the fight between Hulk, Hulk and, and, the and the wolf were just another epic fight. This movie's filled that with really, really epic right. fights. Yeah, like they're underwater even at some point, just thrashing around. and Go off the waterfall. Like, yeah. It was really cool. 
Right. And what's off the waterfall in Asgard? They didn't show us, but I always wondered. <laughs> a whole bunch of nothing. I thought it was space. space. <laughs> but somehow, Hulk got back from it. And um, th- there's the big battle on the bridge. And I thought, again, it was weird how, oh my gosh, the tide is turning against us. What will we do? And all of a sudden, there's Loki's ship. And they show it. And it's gi-freaking-normous. But nobody noticed it before then. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't hear weird. it. They didn't see it. It just conveniently bad writing appeared and that iconic valkyrie walking down the rainbow bridge moment oh so badass yes this is the other i think a big moment is when hella is fighting thorn she's like what were you the god of again and he's like the god of kicking your fucking ass (laughs) (laughs) and he like comes into his own with the lightning and stuff and we it's beautiful. This, this version of Thor mm-hmm. at the end of this movie is my favorite version of Thor at, in all time. He's just such a badass. He's a, a god of thunder. Some of the poses that he does in this fight scene are f- oh. straight from comic books. And guys, just that's how Thor should be. That's so how Thor should some fight. Chains of lightning through everybody while I'm yes. doing this kick-ass pose. Oh my god, it was so fucking epic. <laughs> Superhero landing. So, so you like one eye sparky sparky Thor? I do like one eye Sparky Sparky Thorn. That's that version of him. You don't sure. like Sparky Sparky Thorn? I like all versions of Thor. I believe in miracles. Here it comes. Your sexy what if. <laughs> He's got one more orifice now. Oh my what? god. Is that your what if? That could be. I was thinking the what if would be like, what if her horns were just dildos? <laughs> <laughs> she, she goes rolls her hair back and it's like yeah that's the porn version of Thor Ragnarok they call it porn Ragnarok Thor Ragnarok yes ultimately though the the battle scene that can that comes next is everything I love about battle scenes it's just like I said before it's beautiful Irene it's beautiful it's fucking beautiful I support your support. That's good. Cool. I mean, you liked it before when I said something was beautiful. I thought you'd like this one too. Mm, okay. Oh, and we I have- can't. I can't remember. <laughs> I say a lot of really shitty things, so <laughs> this is just one of them. And and what shows that they're truly beautiful and not smart is the crux of their plan is to trust Loki mm. <laughs> to go to the the place where all this stuff is stored and. Get the helmet of Fire uh, Dude. Yeah, um, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> and <laughs> the Balrog, whatever, and put it in the Eternal Flame. But luckily, he does do it. Loki pulls it off. Congratulations. Asgard gets fucked up, destroyed. Without it, Hela's no good. Everything's conveniently tied up with a bow, and everybody else escapes on a, on a spaceship. I did like the I did like the dude that tried to redeem himself with oh, the guns. Keith Urban. Yeah, I didn't. Even, he didn't even make. Do you call notes. him Keith Urban? Isn't that what his name? That's is? his name. <laughs> yeah, that's Keith his name. Urban. Keith Urban. Yeah. Like that's the name. You're of thinking of the, the that's country music that's, singer. That's the the actor's, actor's name. name is Keith Urban. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of the um, character's Character name. name. Oh. I was like, I don't think it's Keith Urban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I will. He's the guy. He's he had those guns. One was called This, and one was called Troy. <laughs> and he's somebody who I really hoped would turn out to be a gay character. <laughs> he could be some cool-ass gay bear daddy and bringing out his guns and saving the day in the end, and I would have been really happy with that. But no, they made him a woman-loving man-whore. 
At the very beginning, he's oh, trying to right. impress those yeah. women. He's trying to impress the ladies. At the Frostbreeze. In my mind, in my thought canon, he's still just questioning. He's not ready to come out. He doesn't know how the other peasants of Asgard will take it. <laughs> so he's afraid. Okay. In the back or the front? And again, I think that our podcast is a Marvel movie because we always have extra extra scenes at the end of the credits. That is true. Every time. Every time. If we were Marvel characters, who would we be? Interesting. I always wish I could get into the Captain America machine and become super hot. That would be awesome. <laughs> like, so you'd be Lady Captain America. I don't know. I'm not that I'm not that much of a boy scout. So you would be the alternate universe Captain America that might have a goatee. <laughs> I did like his beard in Infinity War, but I don't know. I don't know who I would be. I need a minute. Alan, what about you? I want to be Tony Stark. Oh yeah, Tony Stark is. I want to be witty. The Batman. Right? I want to be hot and rich and rich so and have rich. a cool ass thousands of suits. That would be cool, John. Um, I would say if I could be one, which one would I be? Or yeah, um, I would be Deadpool. Oh, that'd be so good. I would be. I like his attitude. His Your sense of humor is similar. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. I would definitely be Nightcrawler. I'd be the girl version oh, of Nightcrawler. Bamf. I love Nightcrawler. That was my favorite character. <laughs> so if, if we're here at the end of the credits, that means we have to be ready for our ratings. Take me to your ratings. Hey. Irene, it's your movie. How about you start us off with ratings? Um, I give it a four out of five for enjoyment. Um, it is one of my favorite Marvel movies. I love the humor through it all, and the soundtrack was amazing. Um, I saw it twice in the theater, so definitely two thumbs up for me. And then I give it probably, I think, three pride flags for what it's supposed to be. What do you mean for what it's supposed to be? Like who the character's supposed to be, and that we could talk about it like in this way <laughs> yeah um and then i just wish it had been more overt in the film yeah i do too one of these days one of these days <laughs> so for me i'm giving it four out of five and which is odd because as i ripped it apart the whole time we're talking about it I, the writing in this is so fucking lazy it's by far the weakest part of it which in most movies would turn me completely off but as far as thor movies go and as, especially the fight scenes and the various fight scenes in this it is everything i love about what a thor movie should be so it's easy to overlook those it's also uh planet hulk is a great storyline and i think they did really well with it goldblum's in it uh even though i have these complaints they're shocking the fucking thunder god it's so stupid even though I have those complaints, I still am able to come over those because it's so entertaining and so much fun to take part in that it's getting four out of five for me. I'm giving it one out of five pride flags because at least one of the characters tried to bring out the bisexuality of her character, even though they didn't let her, and there's not much else gay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you found so much gay in movies that are not gay, and this one like has... like, like What is in the movie, though, that I is mean, gay? That she even not said, the backstories, like, like but what's actually in the movie. Um. Well, you said like the one that was supposed to be her sister, but it's probably her lover. Right, but that wasn't in the movie. That it wasn't was. that wasn't indicated in the movie. That was just in the actor's mind. Hmm. I don't know. You have Jeff Goldblum's face paint. It was very gay. <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum. 
gay. It's a representation of gay. That's really interesting because usually you'd be like, no, we can't say that. We don't know that he's gay. He doesn't specifically say it. So, uh, so that's re- that's interesting that you take a different point of view on it on this movie. I I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I do. It, There's I no mean, explanation for it. I, mean, I, I, just, I think Jeff Goldblum doesn't like. I don't feel like he's like like a stereotype, but he's also not like a stereotype of a a masculine person either. Right. Like, I think he's just very fluid. Right. And that's why that's it's easy it. for me to put him into what I want him yeah. to be. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Goldblum isn't necessarily gay, but he's not necessarily straight. I think he's a, just a dude who likes having a good time and, and he has no boundaries on those good times. And so, mm-hmm. male, female, something else, he doesn't fucking care. The, he's just having a good fucking all time. All these people are aliens. I mean... Right. He's had to get pretty fluid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lot of type of fluids. <laughs> Alan, what about you? How, what would you give the movie? Uh, I give it four out of five um, stars for enjoyment. I love the movie. I love all the colors. I love the the humor. I love the action sequences. A lot of strong women uh, alongside strong men. Yeah. I don't know. It's just very exciting. And then I'd go probably two pride flags. I mean, I feel like there's enough. I don't know. There's something about the movie that brings out some gay in me. I don't know what it is exactly. Right. Maybe it's the enjoyment of the strong Maybe women. it's the aesthetic. It's hard Maybe to say. Maybe it's the colors. I don't know, but it, it does kind of... I'm very gay for something. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, John, what about you? Um, I would give it four out of five stars for enjoyment. Um, I did not like all the humor in it. I like my Marvel movies somewhat serious. This one was very goofy, in my opinion. Yeah, it was. And that's um, you're not alone. That turned a lot of people mm-hmm. off to this movie. And Thor, he's not my favorite Avenger. He is just too full of himself. Too many of these times does he have to go through the whole journey of, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I redeem myself. I, I'm getting tired with him with that. Um, and I would give it one pride flag. But you I know, think- there, there's something about that, about him being a god and still having those very human-like... Okay, you know, that happens poem. once or twice. You should not have to do it three times. <laughs> in every movie. In every movie. Everybody goes and through a journey. Done in every movie that he's I mean, been in. he's a grown-ass god. He's not He's not a boy. He's not, not a kid He's anymore. a grown-ass god. <laughs> he, he acts like he a spoiled... He wipes his own butt. He he's acts a like gag. a spoiled rich kid. I do what I want, and oh, daddy will take care of it, and oh, if I if something happens, it's okay, and oh, I learned my lesson, but then you turn around, and the next day, you do the same damn thing again. He's just what walking privilege. That's all it yes. is. Walking oh, motherfucking oh, privilege. With his blonde hair. And his blue eyes. Well, uh, eye. Yes. His blue eye. Um, <laughs> and one pride flag, just because I think feel like you have to really look for it. Yeah, you totally and have to look for it. it's not something that's, you, you know, stuff that's just like right there. Like, you have to look for it and just kind of interpret it if you want to. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Please review and rate this podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be reviewing I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Watch it with us this week on Netflix. Then join our community to share your own review or discuss other movies with us and other fans at facebook.com slash groups slash Unicorn Brigade. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is produced in cooperation with Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2018 all rights reserved. Theme music created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke, Irene, Alan, and special guest John saying, I'm I'm the the goddess goddess of death. death.
What were you, you the, the god, god of again? again? But baby. Pump us up, Irene. How how are, why are you not pumped? Pump, pump, pump it up. Pump that kernel spirit up. <laughs> you know what will get me pumped up? What? If I see your titty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> really? Oh my god. <laughs> That's as low as it goes. <laughs> How low does it go? That's, not low. That's my not boob. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my not boob area. Okay. Right now, if you get turned on, your vagina turns into the mist. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking monsters come out of my vagina? No. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Those spiders, they're silk. It cuts me. <laughs> oh my God. That caught me off guard. How many licks does it take to get to the center of Meow Meow? Three. <laughs> One, One, two, two three. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Are you, because you're, why? I was, mm. why? I don't, don't, don't want to record that. What is about to say? Do it. No. Do it. Deh. 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 Join the movie discussion group at facebook.com slash groups slash She ran out of power. I powered down right in the middle. We'll be reviewing. We'll be reviewing. We'll be reviewing. Wilbur. 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 I Every fucking podcast. <laughs> Let's get down to business. At least it wasn't a fart. I have one of those brewing. <laughs>